This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. The Jason and Alexis podcast is brought to you by our friends at Sears Imported Autos, serving four generations of happy returning customers. Sears Imported Autos is just 10 minutes west of downtown on 394 in Minnetonka. More information at searsimports.com. You know what drives me crazy? Two-hour themed Zoom meetings with our boss. A phone call from B. Arthur? No, buying something pre-owned and having it break in like two days. That's the worst! It is, but you know what? If you're buying a pre-owned car, get it from Sears Imported Autos. And you won't have that problem, believe me. Really? Oh, absolutely. They have an amazing selection of certified pre-owned cars that are vetted. Not just checked, they are vetted. Wow, that sounds very dramatic and serious. Well, it is. Sears takes it very seriously, and they back it up with extensive warranty coverage, which equals peace of mind. You know you're buying a quality car, and you know you won't have to worry about something happening, and I love that. But I don't want to leave the house. Oh, I hear you. And a lot of people don't want to leave the house. That's why you can browse and even complete the whole car purchasing process online. Like, from your couch. You can do it all at SearsImports.com. Again, SearsImports.com. And you can also configure your dream car, and then they'll find it, and even if you want, bring it to your door. How about financing? Because I assume I have to pay for the car? Um, yes, Lex, you do. <laughs> Sears has so many financing options. And their staff makes that part of it so easy and painless. I was, I'm not kidding, I was amazed when I bought my car there uh, recently, uh, back in November. The financing portion, which I usually dread, took, and I timed this, six minutes. No joke. I laughed. I was like, what? It's one of the things I remember most from that glorious day. And it's one of the many reasons why. Sears Imported Autos won best of the best from Mercedes in 2018 and 2019. And they've been serving four generations of returning happy customers for over 55 years. That is remarkable. Sears Imported Autos, 10 minutes from downtown Minneapolis on 394. For more information or to see their huge inventory, just go to SearsImports.com. Even after all these years. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Jason and Alexis in the morning. I'm I talk with a 7 1, everything entertainment, everything one of us on this show ate an entire pizza all by themselves. I'm Jace with Lex, Dawn, and Kenny. We'll let you try to guess which one of us. Uh, thank you so much for being here. It is Monday, April 19th, 2021. Speaking Woo-hoo! of food, yeah. speaking of food, dear friends. I had uh, I wrote here on the sheet, 
I uh, I am loving the Discovery Plus. I oh, was ap- I love it. I was like, you know, when when news traveled that Discovery was going to start a streaming app, I I was like, look, I'm like the next person. I love some good TLC. I like some uh, Food Network. I like HGTV just as much as the next person. Mm. But am I really going to love Discovery Plus? I would marry it if I could. Yeah. I love it. Really? Oh, my. So much about it. Everything, Lex. Everything. Discovering um, new shows, or are yeah, you falling but, deeper in love with Chip and Joanna. Uh, no, actually, I'm the opposite of those two. With Ooh. those two, but um, too much, too much. Uh, just like the, pro- just like the Property Brothers. Too much. There. I mean, how oh, many shows? Everywhere. Oh my goodness. They have yeah, like three or four shows and specials. Yeah. Come on, Wait, enough. Um, but. <laughs> What? Else. <laughs> Thank you. Says the guy with two shows. But anyway, um, I, I, I've fallen back in love, more in love with uh, Robert Irvine's restaurant, Impossible, oh, um, yeah. uh, on the Food Network, which Robert Irvine, uh, legendary chef, goes in and in 24 hours or two days and $10,000 uh, helps a troubled restaurant. And I had an epiphany uh, watching this. That's an epiphany in a shopping mall. I had an epiphany in watching this, and this is the epiphany. Why do people open restaurants if they don't know the basics of running a restaurant? Oh, and it's it, like the basics of being of cleaning. Um, not the kitchens only, are disgusting. Oh, Lex, it goes beyond that. We were cherry picking different based on the description because we like. If I'm going to watch this girl, I want fighting, I want family <laughs> turmoil, I want a transformation. I the title of the episode, if it has the word disaster in it, we're in. Um, so we 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 so every episode that we picked yesterday and we watched, I think three through the course of the day. This was the thing that astounded me. And when I talk about the basics, not even cleanliness, but the basics of running a restaurant, these owners don't even know how to price their food. Oh, oh, really? The, the amount of the and this is the shocking thing. And and now I, full disclosure, as someone that owns a, a, a restaurant, this astounds me because and I don't know this. That's why I have a partner that knows this. But yeah. It shocks me how many how many owners Robert has to take aside and say, do you realize you are not generating a profit at all? You're basically just keeping the doors open and you're basically just paying your bills and and giving food away and giving food away. And and just uh, and he writes and this is what made me put this on the sheet was he has to do this with well the episodes I was watching seventy five percent of of the restaurant owners he was dealing with he had to write his little pie graph where he's basically telling these restaurant owners the the general rule of pricing let's say you're making a steak uh, an entree if that steak dinner in cost costs you two dollars. 
you have to charge three times that because of labor and, and bills and whatever. The cost you have of to the food. Exactly. You you charge if the cost of, of, of that steak is two dollars, you have to charge six at least six dollars to make any money. You you just yeah. times it by three. I'm not good at math. That's what you're here for, Lex. Amongst other things, you're our math queen. But I know that. And the fact that the amount of restaurant tours that open their doors and don't know the basics, it shocks me. It just that, shocks though, me. Because if, if you are doing it for the love of food and your love of cooking, you know, we each have our own gifts. But you're right. You, you need to have someone you can consult with or a friend that can help you come up with the prices. I mean, I, on a, a different scale, different genre, but kind of similar is like handmade items, like pricing mm. the oh, things that I need to sell. It's kind of the same thing. I have a really hard time coming up with what do I ask because of. Well, just there's a lot of different things, but it's kind of similar. But you have to ask others around you just and see what what the other places in the market how they're doing, and if what you're comparing to and you're you're copying that or at yeah. least inspired by, I guess maybe if they, maybe they're underpriced too. But that would be such. He needs to have like a boot camp just oh, in general it, for restaurant dude, owners to do so that. J- Will restaurants like that get the stink eye of from other restaurants and owners will come in and say, hey, uh, you're way too cheap. You're making us look bad. You're undercutting us. Raise your prices. Not really. I mean, sometimes I think they do, but it just... I get the love of food and wanting to to do your follow your passion, yeah. but it is still it's like show business. It Those is a gifts. biz. It is a business, it and is. if you want to keep your doors open, and what's funny, yep. and but it's a great thing about the show because when Robert tells, we're talking about Restaurant Impossible on Discovery if uh, Plus. If you just tuned in, when Robert Irvine tells these these uh, restaurant owners the key and i'm talking the pricing key the simplicity of it shocks them they're like really (laughs) just like thinking that way it's yeah it is just like a aha moment it is and he's like yeah you could be there's a woman that owned a steakhouse in wisconsin was the last episode i watched last night and he he was telling her he, he she was way giving too much a huge portion and this was the other thing he goes look at he did that um uh the initial service you know he has them do a normal service before he does anything and he said to her he goes look at how many tables are taking home giant to go boxes he goes that is a sign that your portions are too large he goes, look at how much food everybody is taking home. And because she was like giving two giant pieces of catfish. He goes, no, 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 no. You do want. Anyway, I'm, I, I'm yeah. not, I don't want to get too inside baseball, but it was fascinating. Even if you don't own a restaurant, my feeling as I was watching it, I hope that budding restaurant tours watch these shows and and learn that at the very least because it's in it's uh, it's so helpful and it's really the basics is is how to price your menu so that you can you know pay your bills and actually you know she around the this this restaurant owner that i'm referring to in wisconsin she hadn't pulled a paycheck in like six years 
And uh, the update with this episode was she was finally pulling a paycheck after a few months um, after Robert's wow. changes. Yeah. So, wow. and, yeah, six years of not pulling a paycheck, which I love that show. It's so I good. Do too. And Bar Rescue. I don't know if that's on. It Discovery is. Yeah. Bus, but oh, it's so good. Yeah. What, Don? Uh, how did she how do you live? live? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Seriously. Robert said the same thing. She was like $450,000 in debt. No. Oh, yeah. Oh, my, my word. Gosh. Oh, oh. Yeah. So, yeah. Restaurant Impossible, everybody, on Discovery+. Plus. When we come back, Taylor Swift breaks a record, and I finished The Flight Attendant. Um, did I change the way I felt uh, about the show? You'll find out when we return. Hey, ladies. Want to go for a test drive? Um, I knew it, Dawn. Jason's buying us a car. So, do you mind if I ask for one with a moonroof and heated cup holders? Guys, I'm not going to buy you a car. We're going to test drive a new smile. Rude. No, goofball. Your smile is great. But look, if you don't like your smile for whatever reason, Dr. Amy at Hughes Dental can take you for a smile test drive. How does that work? Well, after someone does one of Dr. Amy's legendary virtual smile consults and they start to consider veneers, Dr. Amy can do a 30-minute appointment where she puts on a composite material that will show the patient what their actual new smile could look like. That's some Star Wars stuff right there. Well, that's why I call Dr. Amy the Yoda of dentistry. Contact Dr. Amy and ask her about virtual smile consults and the smile test drive at Hughes-Dental.com. Oh, and don't forget, Dr. Amy can be your regular dentist, too. Again, that's Hughes-Dental.com. And follow them on Instagram for the latest promotions. You've got mail. Welcome back. Jason and Alexis in the morning. Checking in with you. I was talking about... Restaurant Impossible, Robert Irvine's restaurant show, and I was had a little revelation. I was watching it. I was just shocked as a viewer how many people go into the restaurant business without the basics of, well, how to earn money. <laughs> You're opening a restaurant, and, and, and you don't know how to price. Diana and Lex was saying it's kind of the same in the, uh, like the crafting and, and making um, home goods kind of thing. Uh, Diana writes, it's the same with pricing for photography. A lot of beginners. Yeah, great point, Diana. She writes, a lot of beginners have no idea how to price a session and go too cheap. Then others in the industry harp on them about doing so. Um, Yeah, she says a lot of people just don't know what they're doing when it comes to editing cameras and sessions. So, yeah. Uh, Charge and. Yep. So. Welcome back, everybody. Thanks for being here. Taylor Swift broke a giant record. I didn't know about this, Dawn. What what record did she break? Yes. Yeah, so it's been held by the Beatles for 54 years. Oh. And what it is is that um, her album, Fearless, which is the re-recording of her previous album, it's called the Taylor version, um, it hit number one Friday in the U.K., And with that, Taylor has racked up three. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Number one albums in 259 days. Oh. The albums are Fearless, wow. Folklore, and Evermore. And the Beatles hit number one with three albums in a row, but it took them 364 days. Oh. So, uh, wow. yeah, within 259 days. Well, and this is hard to beat because it's one of those things where artists don't release. You know, Elton John, Kenny, you're more versed in music than I am. I, I was hearing Stern talk about this. There was a period where Elton John was releasing like two or three albums back to back to back to back. Incredibly prolific in the 70s incredibly so yeah yeah Without you and artists just don't do that anymore because yeah. their managers are like no you want these singles to sit there and and, and play on radio yep. for way not too cancel long, each other years. out <laughs> yes well and with the pandemic one of those she didn't even expect to be recording an album so yeah. it kind of is a happy accident mm-hmm. and absolutely Elton, in elton's case a lot of those uh, songs he was writing with topin um were hits so you'd go to an Elton show, and it would just be hit after hit after hit, and there were just no stinkers at his live show. You know, you couldn't get out of your seat and go to the bathroom because who knows ne- what he's going to play next. You miss you know? it, yeah. 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 Hey, he was a hell of a performer. Yep. Well, it was basically, he was saying uh, with Elton, there were no B-sides. There were no right. B-sides. Everything was, uh, every every song was a hit. And they just kept churning out. Well, good for Taylor. I had, as a kid, I had Elton singles, and both sides were equally awesome. There were just no stinkers. Oh, well, T Swift getting it done, getting her done. Gosh, she gets pretty much everything done. Yeah, and she also re-recorded a lot of you know Taylor's versions of the songs that. Yeah, that guy. Yep, he uh, bought <laughs> that, that guy. guy. That yeah. guy that we don't like. Yeah, Scooter, Scooter Braun. Scooter Braun. Scooter Braun. Isn't it, it so weird that he's so he's also loved by other artists? Yeah, yes. Ariana Grande Day, and who's the other one? Yeah. Justin Bieber. Justin Bieber, Bieber loves him. Yeah, yeah. just so different. Yeah. Them. So does Still. that in turn create a rift between, like, say, Beaver and Swift? Beaver? beaver. I just called him Beaver. Beaver. Well, yes. I, don't, I, I don't know about a riff with the beaver. And uh, yeah. You'll have to ask Wally about the beaver riff. Such I don't know. Grandma. Yeah. Beaver. We've all done it. Don't worry, Kenny. Oh, that was delightful. Oh. Well, it's got to be the medicine talking, sir. Probably. It's a whole other fight uh, right there. I've, I've wondered the same thing, though, in all honesty. Because I believe Demi Lovato is also with Scooter oh, Braun. She is, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, so, yeah, do they not like each other? I mean, do they? Yeah. Would she yeah. expect her friends to not work with him? Who right. knows? Oh, well. yeah, that's always the hard part when a couple breaks up and you have to pick which side you're on and, like, which, oh, yeah. Yeah. which side, you, you know, what. Who gets custody of Sarah? Custody of the friends. (laughs) Yeah, I'm always on the side of the woman. Always. Always. Just just in case. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) 
Kenny. <laughs> just in case what? Well, Beaver? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow, Lex. I mean Bieber. Justin Bieber. Bieber. And his, his album. Kenny has a cup that says, I love Bieber on it. <laughs> oh, oh, my goodness. We can now- got me this. It came from I don't know what state he was driving through Utah or something. Kenny has it oh, because yeah. we can see each other now. B. Arthur's installed spy cameras, so Kenny oh, is. And, and just tune in to see or check it out on the YouTube page just to see Kenny's beautiful beard. Wow, no, Kenny, Kenny. you're looking Kenny good. Is- you You've gotten seventy four percent more attractive than the last I, time I, I saw you. I didn't mind the other one though. I just yeah. want to make that clear. Yeah, oh, I was just you know good. I was. I just, uh, I had enough, and uh, I just did everything, just everything. I, and you I get yourself? it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, nice. looks fantastic. Well, you can see it when this is inevitably posted on our YouTube channel, yeah. which, by the way, just search for my talk on YouTube, please, for the love of all that's good, uh, because every time we get a new subscriber on YouTube, <sighs> B. Arthur gives us now a dime. A dime, everybody. Yes, that's right. She's increased it this week and this week only. Yes, yes. Just she has has a heart. Subscribe, please. Yes. Uh, Join uh, my talks three to six show for the 2021 Susan G. Coleman virtual race for the cure on Sunday, May 9th. This year's event will once again be virtual to keep everyone safe. Connect online, but walk on your own. Team three to six members will receive special team three to six fanny packs. Learn more at mytalk1071.com and her keyword race 726. Uh, A little bit later, we'll talk flight attendant, uh, Dawn watch chair and Oz. Born on Bill Maher. But next, get ready to laugh. It's Would You Rather. Life was a willow and it bent right to your wind. Oh, T Swift. I still don't know what to do with this song. The Willow. You know? Sway in the wind and ball. Sway in the wind, like Nell. Yep. Yeah, I guess we can. A quarter pound of cheese. Thank you. Oh thank you for God, getting. Alexis. Thank you. What's thank wrong you for with getting you today? my. Thank <laughs> you for you getting my. Again? No, no, she's no, quoting no. me. It's my favorite. It's my <laughs> yeah. favorite. She knows Robin Williams, uh, the late great Robin Williams, uh, and we're referencing oh, a very ob- yes. a very obscure Jodie Foster movie where she plays a woodswoman, Nell, Hanging with in the wind. That's right. And Robin Williams on Carson did Nell at McDonald's, and it <laughs> remains one of my favorite things Robin ever did. He's like, I'll take a quarter pound up with cheese. <laughs> oh my god. coconut fries. Yeah, anyway, it was very funny. Listen but to this song, Jace. It's perfect. I know. It is this is a Nell song up in there. Yeah. <laughs> Nell. Nell. Uh it is time to laugh. It is time to celebrate. It is time to make some decisions. It's time to make a choice. Alexis present Would You Rather? Would you rather? Okay, here we go. Would you rather fall asleep and start snoring during sex? Oh my lord. Or <laughs> say something. Oh god, I'm thinking about that one. Um, or say something really inappropriate during sex. Um. Oh. 
I'm just thinking of all the things you could say. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be just fun. end it. That's my option. Um, yeah. Something I, really Yeah, inappropriate. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, me too. Oh, my goodness. Could you imagine the ego deflation if you're in bed with your lava and uh-huh. you start snoring? No. Oh, my oh. goodness. Yeah. I use deflating appropriately. Yes, good. Yeah, thank you, (laughs) Lex. Lex, your marathon was a lot. I'm not gonna. Anyway, let's move on. Thank you. We're all saying appropriate things. Yes, we are. Yes. Twenty-six point two miles. Would you rather have a straight, flawless smile? With neon yellow teeth, or have super crooked teeth that are pearly white. Invisalign. <laughs> I just get those corrected. I want white teeth. I'll do yellow. You you will. Yeah. I'm with Lex. I'll I'll get some in adult braces. Mm-hmm. That's not part of the option, though. But I mean, oh, listen to, oh my goodness, listen to Dawn, like, you're right, okay, I know, usually I yell at you people for doing this, okay, um, (laughs) you know what, then I, yeah, you're right, if we can't, if we can't change it post, Uh then I'm with Dawn, I'm gonna do straight yellow, yellow teeth, Kenner? Uh, yeah, I'd like a really bright yellow, though. A real, like, almost a Century Ooh, yeah. 21 gold yellow. Like, yeah, like that you did it on purpose, not yeah, just... Yeah, like po- post-it note yellow. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, wow, yeah. that's a funky yellow. Would you rather eat a thick worm straight from the ground? Or snatch a horsefly out of the air and eat it alive? Give me that worm. Slurp. Yep. Yep. Slurp. It's earthy tasting. Alexis but it's probably has better done it. than alive. Alexis lying, probably has done it. Yeah. Thing I have done it. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, worm, worm. A horsefly. Yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. Dirty. Um. Oh, whatever, worm girl. You're eating a thick... The word thick is on this. I'm not eating from the ground texture. No. But horseflies are like an inch long. They're so big. And you get that crunching. Yeah, yeah. No, still. You you know, you've ate worm castings before. You know, that's in your Oh, they're everywhere. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. You're eating worm poop. Okay. This this one is really good. I'm ignoring what Kenny just said. We're moving on. You go, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Would you rather have nookie with someone who never showers or sex with someone who never brushes their teeth? Oh. Bring on the stink. Yeah, the stink mouth or the yeah. stink body. Body. Oh, really? <laughs> Kenny, Kenny. Pondering. Can I, can I try both just to be sure? Yeah, no. Let, let me try both. I, I'm willing to make a sacrifice here and, um. and try. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah. Kenny. Start breathe, turn your face the other way and breathe to the side. Uh, 
I'll do uh, stinky mouth because you don't have to kiss him. Thank you. I'm with you. I look. <laughs> smells are important, and no, that is such a turnoff. Oh yeah. my goodness! Yeah, because all your other senses are lit up. Then smell, taste, at least <laughs> you can maybe see the dirt. You Girl, I'm worried about dirt that, in that situation. Well, Let me I'm be very of honest. Body. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Remember Plus, when everybody smoked? Uh, you ever make yeah. out with anybody that smoked? Yep. No. Mm. Lots of times. So yeah, I thought that was awesome. I like that. <laughs> Don, Don's like, um, all the time. Like most yeah. of them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That, that never bothered me at all, ever. I had such a crush on my former friend Ann's roommate, Jason, if you follow along with that whole line. Anyway, um, uh-huh. one, of, one of the first guys that I ever messed around with um, at IU in Ann's dirty apartment It was literally reality bites come to life. I mean, she had like 80,000 cigarette butts in her in her ashtray. And I had never been with someone that smoked. But I wanted this guy so bad that um, the first time we made out on Halloween night, it was like shocking. Like I had never I, I felt like I was making out with an ashtray and it immediately like turned me off. And I realized I said like there a lot right there. There was only one but, yeah. guy that I, he used to drink like all day and smoked. And, you know, oh. it's like you haven't brushed your teeth in 12 hours and yeah. you've been drinking whiskey and you're kind Ooh. of like super like out of it. And I broke up with him kind of because of that. Yeah. It's different really? with somebody yeah. who like chews gum or whatever. Yes, but this guy, totally. All day. Like he just, come on now. Didn't care. Come on yeah. now. Come on. Well, and then you start thinking about if you have if you have really bad oral hygiene, everything yeah. else might be kind of bad too. You know, skid marks oral. and sweaty, <laughs> oh. bo, oh. just natural nasty okay. bo. Uh, next uh, question, we're done Would here. Would you rather? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we're for continuing. Oh, what is wrong with you today? Wow. <laughs> Would you rather? Have to sneak the word moist into every conversation yes. you have. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Or have a large piece of pepper permanently stuck in your front teeth. Oh, oh they're not even comparable. Moist. That's yeah. weird. Oh, moist. Oh, moist. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. As a matter of fact, I did that in the traffic report last week, didn't I? On Twitter, I looked up every kind of moist word there was to try to <laughs> it- one tweet. It would be funny to to see. That tweet. It would be funny to see Kenny one day when we're real bored or we have nothing to talk about. It would be funny to give you like a Pee Wee's Playhouse secret word and see if people realize yeah. the word that yeah, you that you yeah that you slip into every traffic report. Like we'll oh, just yeah. give we'll give you a word. Now Phil Jones will he can't play because he'll obviously get it first. But if people realize what secret word that you have slipped into every traffic report. Oh my god. I used to do yeah. this with my co-host. I'd send him out on the street and yeah. he would interview people and I would give him a list of words that he had to work into the conversation that weren't words. <laughs> oh, and he really? Loved it. And it was like so sounds- funny because the listeners knew what the fake words were too. Yeah. Oh, oh I love fine. it. Yeah. I love that. There you go. Let's close this up. Here we I hope go. you're happy with your choice. Would you This has been Would You Rather. 
And don't forget, you can watch uh, radio now, including this segment, uh, on the YouTube channel. Just go to YouTube and search for My Talk 1071. We're going to take a very small break. We'll be back. Uh, Dawn, watch Sharon Osborne on Bill Maher. We'll talk about that next. And now, a moment with Johnny Carson. We put together a list of phrases that you will never hear. We started this about a month ago, and we said probably one phrase that's the least often used phrase in the entire world was, that's the banjo player's Porsche. This has been a moment with Johnny Carson. Well, probably true. No offense to banjo players. Yes. Jason and Alexis in the morning. Billions and billions served since 2006. I'm Jace with Lex, Dawn, and Kenny. Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. Hashtag, we appreciate you. Thank you. You're Um, the best. On Friday night, uh, Sharon Osbourne sat down with Bill Maher on, uh, on his show on HBO. I watched a little of it. Dawn, did you watch it as well? I did, yes. Um, I have a clip here I'm going to play a little bit of, so you can get just get the feel of what their conversation was like. Um, he does use a bad word, so I'm going to cut it off before that. Be <laughs> <So>. Perfect. <laughs> all right, here we go. I've been hearing about how all the people around your uh, little scandal have been doing. How are you, is what I wanted to ask, first of, you, first of all. Um, it's so many different things. I'm angry. I'm hurt. But you always were a strong one. Oh, I'm That's a fighter. What, oh, I, we know that one. So we know that I'm one. like... No, no, I know. Oh. Yeah. A few weeks before, maybe the week before, I don't know, I remember I watched it, uh, Meghan Markle and Prince Harry gave their interview with Oprah. Okay, yes. then your friend P- P- Pierce Morgan, he's mm-hmm. a commentator in Britain, yes. he said he didn't believe things that Meghan Markle said. Right. And then on your show, you said, well, he's a good friend of mine, and I don't necessarily agree with his opinion, but he is entitled to his opinion. Exactly. So he was called a racist and lost his job, and you were called a racist and lost your job. Do I have it right? You got it right. That's exactly how it went. I've been called so many things in my life. I am so used to being called names, but a racist is one I will not take. Yeah, it's an insult if you're not one. And, I mean, I, I, I don't understand the other side of the argument there. In other words, like, you have to agree with everything Meghan Markle says or you're a racist? Is, that, is this the standard now? Is this what you think what they're trying to say? That's what Unless you agree with every person of color, then you're a ra- That seems insane. Elaine Welteroth, is she, she's one of your co-hosts or was? Yes, yes. Okay. I think when you deny a woman or a woman of color, their truth and their experiences, you're not just denying them, you're denying every woman and woman of color who sees themselves in this person's story. But deny a woman, he's doubting her. Doubting. That's not the same as denying. No, it's not. So there you go. That's part of their conversation. Um, well, I know what I was thinking. What, what were you feeling? I was feeling like... Uh, because then I went back and I watched the Sharon clip again. Yeah, I did the same thing, Tom. Um, and I was feeling more like I was on her side. Um, it's weird because I think he brings up a lot of good points. I don't agree with all of them, just like she didn't agree with all of Piers Morgan, uh, you know, their their thoughts. But 
it just seems like there have been so many things on the talk that have escalated over other issues that have been way worse than the way it was handled. Um, that I feel like it's a little strange that they cherry picked this one thing. You know what I mean? So it's mm-hmm. just, I don't know. I was more confused about how I felt. I'll just say that. It's funny. I kind of had not the total opposite, but I felt that, and, and we can't expect you to listen to, we would love it if you listen to every episode of our show, but just to be transparent because this story has elicited a lot of very strong reaction understandably so uh i've received more mail about this story than i have most stories in the last and we talk about fifty thousand things a day but anyway i want to be clear i and and i have gone back and forth on this some days i am more defending sharon some days i'm not um, I am also a person that does not love cancel culture. Mm-hmm. Um, I do. I think there is a lack of nuance in all of these conversations. Having said all of that today, I was irritated that Sharon and Bill both kind of um, you use the word cherry picking, which is interesting. Uh, when Bill goes, is that how it happened? And Sharon goes, yes, that's exactly how it happened. Mm. Well, no, that's uh, that's not exactly what had happened. Um, and uh, that's not quite what they were saying about Sharon. And, and I'm talking the, the colleagues uh, and the host. Yeah, yeah. You not know what I mean? I, in general. Yeah. Because we, so, we're confusing. Like, what did they say? you know, on the show and as the network. Yes. So I I did not. And from what I understand, Bill, no, you know, uh, Sharon referred to her former colleagues, Holly Robinson, Pete and others as just disgruntled ladies kind of uh, disagreeing with their recollection of uh, their time with Sharon. And from what I understand, reading Holly Robinson, Pete's, tweets and Leah Remini, Bill knows both of them well. Yeah. And and Bill did not push back. That was kind of my big thing with Bill. Not so much there was very little pushback and and follow-up questions with Sharon. And I'll say it again because I do not want the emails. I have yeah. gone back and forth on this. Um, there have been days where I'm very uh I, I can see where Sharon's coming from. Um I am just saying it wasn't the complete story on Friday night. I, and, I couldn't yeah. play the rest of the clip because he cusses in it, but he yeah. did bring up like he did bring up the things that we know that former uh, co-hosts like Leah Remini, um, uh, her state, her uh, racial slur and uh, her comment about Sarah being gay. That was a crude reference. He yeah. brought those up to her. Yeah. And he said, men are disgusting. Men behind the scenes, we are gross. And she said, yeah. She admitted to those things. And she said, and women are bitches. Yes. And they talk about each other. <laughs> yeah. Basically, her paraphrasing. Yeah. She's like, they talk about each other. And that's just... And look, she's right about that. She's right. I mean, I look, any workplace, any... People talk about each other. You're, I mean, I think it's fantasy to think that people don't smack talk, you know, uh, or get mad at each other and occasionally go, oh, my goodness. Um, so I agree with Sharon on that one. I just didn't like the cherry picking 
of the situation, mm, yeah. especially how serious the situation was. That's what I did not like in that interview. But I, oh, I don't know. this is a great divide. It's just so sad that they're having these separate conversations. Thank not with you. Each other. Yep. Yes, that is that's what a great, great point. This forward, because, of course, the interviewer, the, the different points of view. The most important thing is that they talk to each other, but yeah. it's not going to happen, unfortunately, no. and it's just this great divide, and it's becoming more divided. Right. Yep. I mean, if they yep. would just have let them have the conversation yes. and maybe even tape it and play it and edit it, um, you know, maybe if Sharon would just acknowledge how Cheryl Underwood felt... That's all that I want from Sharon is to say, I do understand what you mean by that. And I really didn't mean to come across that way. And I apologize. I'll mm. be more careful in the future. That, I've learned something. That's that's all I think that we would want is is for her to say, I acknowledge how you feel. And I, I'm not in that position, but I do know how you, I'm, I'm imagining how you feel. Kenny, yeah. that, that would be uh, achieving a goal and, and doing good. Um, it, it, and this was just promoting Sharon's brand. That's yeah. all this yeah. was. Yeah. This was nonsense. And, uh, Andy so Cohen Andy Cohen said what Lex said uh, the day after this, and I thought that's such a good point. They, uh, by remove now everyone's having separate conversations, and there's going to be no progress. Everyone's just going to be firmer and firmer in their camp, yeah. which is a horrible, you know, it's bad, bad, bad. TV Tay Test. Oh, we are TT. Anyway, we'll be back. Yeah.